Hello and welcome to When Wrestlers Act. I'm John Cronshaw and I'm joined again by my good friend Colin Cox. We've just watched The Running Man. It's great. It is great. I'm not going to ask you how you are today because we've just watched <laughs> The Running Man. So, I so know I'm that you're great. Feeling good. <laughs> yeah, we've just seen... So hello John. <laughs> so we've just watched basically loads of mindless violence, some cutting satire... And um, Arnold Schwarzenegger delivering his lines like Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> From the start of this film, you get a little intro. It tells you when it's set. And it's set in a distant future. <laughs> in the year 2017. <laughs> so, I mean, we're recording this now in 2015. Just imagine, Colin, in two years' time, this is what it's going to be like. Is this after hoverboards have gone out of fashion? Exactly. The future that they've got, I mean, this was predicted 30 years ago, was that television is all-encompassing. Not true. There's going to be a big economic crash, strangely prophetic, and people, their favourite show is uh, people killing each other. I'm sure if that was on our TV, people would watch it. Yeah, I, th- I think what, what's quite interesting is you go into this film and it suddenly clicks Battle Royale. Yes. Series 7 The Contenders, Hunger Games, they would be nothing without The Running Man. They Indeed. Would, they would not exist without The Running Man. It's just got lots of wonderful little horrible things in it, or like the advert for the TV programme Climbing for Dollars, Yeah, where a bloke's climbing a rope, grabbing wads of money with some angry dogs at the bottom. <laughs> it's brilliant. And they get sprayed in the face with gas and falls off. It's, it's perfect satire. Shall we just watch it again? We could just watch it again, but then that would be no fun for the uh, people listening. Well. But then maybe we should just go, you know, listeners, don't bother listening to us <laughs> talk about this film. Go and watch it yourself. So um, thanks for listening and uh, cheerio. Yeah, so the film opens <laughs> up and you have Arnold Schwarzenegger in a helicopter with some very roided up men. <laughs> and um, there's a food riot going on because obviously the economy's crashed, so people are hungry. He gets a call on his radio You've got to shoot those innocent people. They're unarmed. You've got to shoot them. But this is the baby face army. Yeah, and he goes, no, no, God damn it. I can't do that. They're unarmed. They're innocent. They're just hungry. God damn it. And so they go, right, you've got to arrest him. So they arrest him and hit him with a gun. And um, he he hangs out of a helicopter for a little bit. Yeah. And then he, he gets brought back in. They're going to kill him, but they go, no, they said to detain him. Not kill him. Not drop him. So that was good. So then they go and proceed with his orders and kill about 100 people. We then we get, we then cut to, essentially, Arnie. He's in prison, basically doing hard labour. With a Daniel Bryan beard. Yeah, and is it, I think, is, is it a steel mill kind of thing? Is, there seems to be lots of furnaces around. Well, lots of rugged, to my sweaty notes, men. it's like watching the pit in Fallout 3. Yeah, it is. So, yeah, basically a, a steel mill, Yeah, as I said, you know. <laughs> but with um, people forced to move bits of steel around for seemingly no reason. He was carrying a big girder. <laughs> so <laughs> so then it ends up that there's uh, a group of people within this prison who were part of the rebellion <laughs> and, and they want to overthrow whatever's in, in charge, which seems to be the TV network, the running man guys, whatever they're called. Yes. What is it? They start a prison riot? There's someone working on deactivating these codes for this fence and um one person jumps the gun he does and he's got one of those exploding collars just like, like in the pit in fallout 3. just like in in fallout 3 <laughs> just like in battle royale where if you go out of the range your head will blow off so chico's head blows off we learn his name yes 
He we has get, a we, name and a line. And a backstory and everything. <laughs> we get a big emotional attachment and then he gets killed off straight away. It's just like watching Game of Thrones. I'll take your word for that. I've, I think I'm the only person in the world who's never watched Game of Thrones. We then cut to... It's the Kite of Fleetwood Mac. Yes, it's um, Mr Mick Fleetwood. Yeah, he's there. He He's heading the rebellion. <laughs> I hope he... Because he seems to be... Does he, he's, does he get referred to as... Mick Fleetwood or Mick or... His name is Mick. Brilliant. So it's the guy at Fleetwood Mac, as himself. He's yes. the leader of the rebellion. <laughs> I like that. It's like in that, um, I think it was called American Horror Story, maybe. There was, um, what was the name? Who's the other one out of the Fleetwood Macs? The lady. Oh, Stevie. Stevie Nicks. So Stevie Nicks is in it as herself, as a witch. Was Mick Fleetwood ever a wrestler? I don't know. I mean, he's six he, foot six. He kind of looks like he could yeah. be. He's he's, uh, he's certainly got the height, hasn't he, and the and the hair. And the hair and the beard. They're in Los Angeles, and they're part of the underground network. I don't know, they're a bit ambivalent, aren't they, about Arnold Schwarzenegger being there. They're like, well, you were a bad person. Yeah, I mean, the two who he helped get out of prison have come round to him, but he's still dubious, and rightly so. So we go around Los Angeles and it's, it's essentially a shanty town. People are living in what looks like, um, basically looks like what uh, Mexico, the edge of Mexico City looks like today. Isn't it um, what the edge of California looks like probably, anyway? Probably. It wasn't a satire, it's just a documentary. Basically, Arnie wants to get out of the city. That's his um, mission. He says he's not into politics, he's into survival. I think that means he didn't want to be part of the rebellion. He just wanted to get out of there, save his ass. So he's not going to be part of the rebellion, it seems. wonder if that comes back later. Who knows? Who knows? Well, we know. We've just watched it. <laughs> God, you, you're just rubbish at building up suspense, aren't <laughs> you, Colin? So then we get... It appears to be a bit like a, um, a president or some well-beloved celebrity arriving. It ends up that it's the producer of The Running Man. And, and also the host. Yeah, and, and he, the creator. And so he, he goes through all these loving fans and he's, you know, he's charming and he walks through and he accidentally, I think he bumps into a guy who's mopping. Yeah. And uh, basically says, fire that man. But once he's got round the corner. Yeah, so, so to the guy's face, he's like, oh, you're doing a great job. Keep it up. Yeah. And then, yeah, as soon as he's round the corner, he's just like, sack him. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if, I, if I come back tomorrow and he's still here, someone's going to die. It's established right from the get-go that he's not a nice person. He's a nasty pastor. He's a nasty man, he is. <laughs> he's a nasty pastor. Yeah, he's a... Uh, I don't know, I'm trying to think of other pastry products that, that could be evil. He could be an evil... Well, to cook, me, but... John, all pastry's evil. Yes, well... Um, we get a great a great scene, the first appearance of Jesse Ventura. He's on the telly. He's, he's basically running a exercise video. <laughs> and he says... Are you ready for pain? Are you ready for suffering? <laughs> if the answer is yes, then you need to watch Captain Freedom's workout. I hope this is real. It's basically 30 years in the future, <laughs> but it's what, like, calinetics or calisthenics, whatever it was called. You know, 1980s exercise, loads of 1980s women. Jesse Ventura with just the best moustache. I had Jane Fonda in the background. Yeah, it was brilliant. And there's a Latino lady doing sit-ups watching it. And then all of a sudden she gets a hand over her mouth. Huh. Who is it? Who it's Arnie. It? It's Ben. Sorry, I can't call him Ben. <laughs> ben Richards. <laughs> it's a good manly name. Yeah, and you know you know that the script writer for this was Benjamin Richardson, don't you? It was a <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm making it up. I don't think it was. So he's, yeah, so Arnie's basically broken into this flat. He thinks it's his brother's flat. Yes, he, he doesn't break in, he uses the code, oh, so he, he yeah. gets in legitimately. Yeah, 
and then this this woman freaks out. Well, if you've got a six foot three man who's built like a brick outhouse, mm. and he's um, in your flat, male or female, in your underwear, <laughs> you're not going to be very happy. That's that's true, <laughs> and I think it's it's quite good that. Um, at this point, we find out that it's 18 months on yes. and we get a clip of Arnie on the telly and you know that he's a wanted man. Brilliant. So she sees that clip, she freaks out and then it cuts to the network guys and they're looking for criminals. So then this is where we find out... The, the running man is all convicts. Yeah, so all the people there are bad guys. They're um, yeah, basically looking through the police records. But then they see... The video of Arnie escaping from prison. The running network. very fast. Yes, he's a running man. Get it? Get it? Yeah, the, the network guy basically gets a boner. And he's just like, oh my god, we need him. He's our guy. And then there's some there's some weird thing where they're like, oh, well, he's a military prisoner, so... Ah, they'll get him for me. Yeah. Um, he gets the um, president's agent Yes. yes. on the phone. Because he initially wanted to speak to the um, Justice Department Entertainment Division, <laughs> which I thought was good. Yes, that's just brilliant. Yeah. So, all the, I don't know, there's, there's um, a lot of satire in this. I don't, know, really I, don't, I don't know if you can detect it already. <laughs> it might have a few references to TV, corruption. It's brilliant. We also find out quite quickly, because the woman's answer phone goes off, that her name's Amber. Yes. It's quite a clever way of doing it. Amber Mendes. Yes. It's like, ah, we know her name. That's great. So she's tied up. For some reason, Arnie, you know, in a in a innocent kind of I just want to get out of here, I'm a nice guy. He's tied up this woman in her own home. And... I think I think that's probably prudent though. As long <laughs> as he was never gonna do any harm to her, but he does proceed to rob her and hold her hostage. Yeah, and try and get her through an airport. But I think you would have let her go once it landed safely in Hawaii. Yeah, so that, that's that's the gimmick anyway. They, they go to the airport and Arnie wants to use her travel pass. And like, they walk through the airport and he's, he's trying to make out that they're a couple. And she's looking really kind of surly and pissed off. And she goes, oh, I I vomit. I, I, I'm sick at everything. I uh, I get car sick. There's I a, get air sick. There's a line coming up here. Yes. Go ahead. Um, it won't show on this shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So he's wearing a really horrible shirt. Brilliant. <laughs> so they go to the um, the check-in desk and basically the security was very lax then. You it know? was pretty bad, wasn't it? You don't have to take your shoes off or anything yeah, like it's that. It's like, it, like this is meant to be, um, you know, dystopian airport. Airport of the future where security and risk are high. And the airport situation now is a lot more stringent than it is in a, in someone's hellish version. Thank you, Richard what... Reed, the shoe bomber. <laughs> Amber then goes, help me, help me. This is the guy who you're after. And so there's a chase and Arnie ends up out on the um, the runway. That's yeah, what the calls, tarmac. Yeah. And uh, all these military police and vans kind of swoop down and on And they've him. got the best gun I've ever seen. It's the one that fires the net on the heavy balls and I want one of those. <laughs> yes. I don't want to do with it, but I just want one. Well, you'd bag you and Arnie, wouldn't you? <laughs> you know, next time Arnie sorts niggas in Leeds... You know, doing a talk at oh. the uh, the Ellen Road, you can just go with one of them guns, and he he he'd know how to deal with it. You know, he's got experience. Next, we get Arnie. He's in the office of Damon Killian. 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 Great, a great name. <laughs> yeah. So Killian, if we've not established it already, is the bad guy. He's a bad, bad man. Yeah. 
So they inject him with all these like tracking things and various things that I think they only use just to know where he is in the game. So. Yeah, and he gets sprayed with a lot of dry ice. Yeah, for whatever reason. Yeah, and um, basically the it's the people who he escaped from prison with. They've got them as well. Oh yeah, that's right because it's um it's like it's, a ransom. You, you do it or they're, they're going to do it. Yeah. So he has to make a choice. It's like, well, you know, this skinny skinny teacher guy, he's 120 pounds, so what's what's the choice? And so on he agrees. You know, just to save his friends, what a guy sacrificed he's himself. A good guy. Yeah. But so- then again, he did sacrifice himself for the people in Bakersfield who died died anyway. Yeah. So he's, he he is I don't want to say he's like Jesus or Aslan, but he is. He's basically Jesus and Aslan, but with muscles. There we go. Yeah. Pitch for a movie. Jesus with muscles. Paul <laughs> Kogan plays Jesus. No, that's got to be someone like Batista these days. <laughs> yeah. Front cover next uh, issue of Charlie Hebdo. There we go. So Too soon, John. No, no. No, no. So Amber. 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 She's back in her flat and she sees the news report that um, Arnie kills someone in the airport. and No, no, they live, but he shoots them at point-blank range. And, you know, she knows that this is yeah. bollocks. And it got me thinking at the time, how, how did they think that this was going to fly? Well, you know, there's only one person and they can just shut people up, can't they, who disagree with them and make out that they're, I but don't know... There were a lot of people slap around. Slappers so. in college and cheated at exams and, yeah. you know, like they did. They completely, completely discredited her. <laughs> so then it kind of clicks with her then doesn't it that that didn't happen they're lying to us these network guys are lying to us yes amber works at the network we yeah we forgot to mention she's that a, um, yeah she's a musician for yeah. the network she writes jingles yeah so she she writes she's got synths and stuff yes yeah we get the start of the running man and it is basically like a um a wrestling show yeah big kind of arena Filled with grannies. <laughs> you got a, you know, the bombastic kind of announcer. You got the dancers. You got expressive dancers doing. Um, I don't know whether it was modern or jazz, but uh, it wasn't jazz. <laughs> they were doing. They were doing some Dance good, acting. good choreographed dances. I suppose you know all dances are, aren't they? But yeah, they were dancing in uni- unison. All these ladies in their spandex gear, and um, the big burly guys enter. The, yeah. What what they call the stalkers, the stalkers. But one thing that I love as well is um, this bloke walks in and he's um, Ben Richards's court-appointed theatrical agent. Yeah, <laughs> it's brilliant. Just a <laughs> court-appointed theatrical agent. That's just a wonderful thing. Yeah, and and this this um, Damon Killian, he's a showman. He's Charming. Is this is this the point where they the show the former winners with well, their he fluses the and it, fabulous prizes that you can win? Yeah, what was it? You can Tri- have a trial by jury, a suspended sentence, or even a full pardon. Amazing. <laughs> so yeah, the the last three winners are yeah they're shown with their, and the only winners as well. Yeah, with their fluses, with their ladies in. Are they in Hawaii? Are they? I think he said Maui. Maui. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's Hawaii. Is it? it? Okay. Yeah. So the lead Arnie to the um, to the thing, and he signs his contract. And he gets a guy to turn round, and he signs on his back, and then he does the full stop very hard, <laughs> and basically stabs the guy in the back. I mean, who's who's this guy? He's just a poor attendant. Agent. Yeah, he's just... Of course, appointed theatrical agent. He does sort of um, 
insult him though when he says, here, use my back victim. I mean, it might be a bit like using the word victim as like, here and after shall be referred to as victim. But still, it's a bit rude. And um, at this point, they show the footage, and it's edited footage of um, the food riot, and it makes out that Arnie's the one who shut up all the people. Quite a clever bit of editing. So it's good, yeah. Quite like that. But I'm, I'm not convinced, because I've seen the opening of this film. Yeah, well, I did as well. So we know, we know that it's wrong, but the people who are in the audience don't. And that's the point. You see, they don't like him because they realise that he's a bad guy. And because he's called Ben. Because he's called Ben Richards. <laughs> ben Richards. Honestly, I mean, we, we recently reviewed um, Suburban Commando. What's a better name for a protagonist? Shep Ramsey or Ben Richards? <laughs> it does have a manly ring, but it's the fact that he's called Ben. It's a wet name. Benjamin. Ben. I mean, he might as well have been called Peter. Or Toby. Or Toby. Or Tim. Or Tim Richards. <laughs> Tim Richards. <laughs> yeah. Sorry to all our listeners called Tim Toby. In fact, you know, I, I've, I've got friends with uh, some names like that. So. You know, I'm still friends with Tim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, not, I've not spoken to him. Anyway. Bloody <laughs> hell. Um, Arnie's uh, revealed to be wearing a, a very... Revealing. Very tight and revealing yellowy... What colour would you... Mustard. Is it mustard? I'd say mustard with a hint... Of, well, it's got like a blue tone to it as well. Yeah, so he's, he's bicat suited. Yes. And, um, yeah, it's... Ugh. Yeah, it's just a bit bit too tight for my liking. By Adidas as well. I noticed there was a lot of um, advertising in this. I noticed there was, like, Castrol GTX Yes, I noticed mustard. that as well. I thought that was uh, quite interesting. Like, why, why would you want to be associated? <laughs> Maybe that was the oil that was uh, thrown later on at the <laughs> at the guy. I don't know. Cut back to Amber. Remember, she works at the network. So she's sneaking round and happens to come across the raw footage of Arnie's helicopter thing. Which, That's she, there. which you later find out she's hiding in her fanny. Well, well no, it's, it's alluded to. It's alluded. Well, it's just lewd, isn't it? It's... That's vagina to any American listeners, by the way. No, either way, either way, <laughs> either way. Yeah, it's it's hinted that she's it's in an orifice. Yes. So yeah, it's going to be. It's one. either in her fangy or her fangy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this podcast just gone gone off a cliff. <laughs> so yeah, so she she feels bad. The scene cuts and his hand goes on her shoulder. Did we ever mention, actually, um, the great nickname that Ben has? No. The Butcher of Bacon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> That's yeah. a wrestling name in itself. But, yeah, sorry, before I rudely interrupted, Amber is caught in the act. Yes. But by whom? We don't by know. By whom? They go into this, basically, a bit of a holding room, I suppose, before they get shut down these tubes. And who's there? Who else is a contender in this? Who else, what, what are the other running men? Well, apparently it is usually just... It can be a group of one to three, usually, from what I can guess. And they had Harold Weiss and William Lothan, otherwise known as his two weedy sidekicks. Yeah. Actually... The, oh, and he was double-crossed. He was double-crossed. Damn it. The black fella's not all that weedy, though. He was a Bond villain at one point, so he's, he can't be weedy. Yeah. So they um, basically get strapped into these... Roller coaster things. 
Beyond roller coaster, they're yeah, jet powered. Yeah, well, I mean, fun, but whatever. <laughs> um, and uh, this is where Send Arnie down tubes very fast. Yeah, Arnie utters the immortal line, "I'll be back." But then there's a retort to that. There is. Only in a rerun says Killian. Yeah, you don't retort that line. Yeah, that's Arnie's line. There what? is a moment of awkwardness when he says that, though. It's just sort of a. On being a rerun, yeah. just a good pause like that. So yeah, so they, they introduce the first stalker. Yes. Sub-Zero. Sub-Zero, a retired wrestler, Professor Tanaka. So two wrestlers who have acted. So uh, He was in the WWF and had several matches against Bruno San Martino. Why, Colin, it sounds like you've been on Wikipedia. Have you been doing research? I know. Oh, well. You know what I feel about research in this podcast, <laughs> Amit? I don't want to have this again. This Same is... way as um, Pete Townsend. No. <laughs> For God's sake. Well, if that's what you're doing, <laughs> I still don't want it in my, on my podcast. Thank you very much. I don't want it anywhere near this podcast. <laughs> what is it? So the, the runners have been shot down this tube. They're landing a net with a crash. And then suddenly the cage is shut around them. And this sub-zero guy burst through I, it's like an ice hockey arena isn't yeah, it yeah so he's um, skating with a very sharp ice hockey stick yeah. come scythe yeah and um, what are they called the, the uh, exploding pucks yes brilliant I don't know like when I, when I first saw it I just thought why is he why is he on ice skates I just thought that was a bit silly well, it makes it, him it, move it, quicker yeah it does gives him better traction on ice because I, I didn't realise at that point that the, it was slippy because nobody else is like oh it's Slippy. God, it's a bit slippy, in it? You know, it's a bit cold, a bit, bit nippy. Yeah, but they're not British. <laughs> it's a bit... Oh, these... these... They're, they're not obsessed with weather. Yeah, these cat suits aren't as uh, as warm as I'd like. <laughs> they don't go run into the window when they see three snowflakes. Yeah, no, that's it. It's like, well, you know, you're either going to blame the steroids or the cold, aren't you, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> they have a bit of a fight around this... Guy skating around and trying to kill people. Yep. So Arnie pulls up a bit of barbed wire. On a stick. And it gets wrapped round Sub-Zero's neck. Yep, chokes him and um, sort of cuts his throat at the same time. Yeah, so he garrots him and... He's and quite dead. Yeah. The stalker has been stalked. Oh, I'll, I'll give you this one. What was Arnie's line? It was, hey Killian, here is Sub-Zero. Now, plain zero. But then there's another line. He was a pain in the neck. Yeah, that, that one comes later. But, uh, yeah, that that was that was the line. Plain zero. But one thing to love about this scene is the sheer shock and horror when this stalker dies. It's, it's incredible. It seems like it had never happened before. Well, maybe it hasn't. It, well, I don't think it had. It, but that, that's the thing. This crowd, they're used to seeing people die on a weekly basis. But no, you turn the tables, the boots on the other foot, they don't like it up them. Yeah, so it, it's it's basically a bit like um, in wrestling, where they have just a truly diabolical moment. Well, it's a bit like, how, um, how dare you defend yourself yeah. against this man trying to kill you? And it's it's when the announcers are like, they start talking in, you know, uh, serious tones. And, you know, we, we're thinking of the family... You know, it's 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 almost like a bit switching gears. You can get the network from me, <laughs> and you can see see full footage on the app. Yeah. Um, and it's trending on Twitter. Yeah. 
So Sub Zero's death. Hashtag grief. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. I hate Monday Night Raw. <laughs> <laughs> As I say, I've not I've not watched it in months now. Just it's an NXT for me. That's all I need. So, but I mean, it's you know, it's it's mania season now, so that's that's good. Maybe it'll start picking up. Hopefully, Sub Zero's dead. They introduced the the next stalker. But wait, it's two stalkers. That's because this um, meek man can't make up his mind because they do a come on down sort of thing. That's right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Come on down. Have some prizes. Pick a stalker. Yeah. So uh, and he's like, oh well, uh, Buzzsaw's great and Dynamo's great. I don't know. It's like well. We can have them both. Oh, and the guy's absolutely stunned and amazed at this generosity. Yeah, he's so pleased. <laughs> he's, he's so happy. Yeah, well, it's great, isn't it? I mean, it's like, which one do you go for? Do you go for the guy with the with the chainsaw for a hand, or do you go for the guy who can fire electricity? Which one, Colin? Which, which one, one? Which one would you go for? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, can I have both? Yay! Yeah, why not? And you can have the prizes anyway. <laughs> So, um, and one of the prizes is the Running Man board game. Yeah. Well, <laughs> despite the fact that I'm 34 now, I watched this film when I was about 10. Mm. And I always wanted to play that board game so, when it came out. And I had no concept of the fact that it wasn't real. Yeah. I wanted that board game to be real. So, is, is this <laughs> a bit like um, when you went on Countdown because you, you really wanted the teapot? Don't remind me of that. I <laughs> didn't get the teapot. Oh, well. So, yeah, so this is where we find out that Amber's being caught. And she gets uh, bikatsuited as well. And, um, What's your favourite scene? <laughs> what, the uh, dynamo coming out and doing opera? <laughs> That's next. That's brilliant. I don't know why. He's, his gimmick is he can shoot electricity and he's, um, he's an opera singer. Just to... Um... Make our podcast make sense. He was also a wrestler, an amateur collegiate type nah, wrestler. That's not wrestling is it? <laughs> that's the fake, fake stuff. This, well, okay. Yeah, so Amber's a contestant. She gets shot into the um, a woman contestant. I know. She... It does make me wonder, though, at this point, how many women they have had on this program. Is she the first half? I mean, I don't, I don't think know. so because they had the she had a sort of low cut cat suit, so. I'd imagine that um, they've had quite a few because if they've got this outfit especially ready for them... Mm. Yeah, it wasn't the same cut as Arnie's. No, you could sure. see a hint of chest. This is interesting because she's, you know, very resentful, says it's all lies, and they discredit her. So bear, bear in mind... things that she's accused yeah, of. Bear, bear in mind that the Arnold Schwarzenegger character is accused of massacring <laughs> possibly, you know, a hundred or so people... And killing someone at an airport, shooting them at point blank range. Her crime seemed to be she cheated on exams. She had sex with three different people in a year. Ooh. Yeah. What a horrible, horrible person. Mm. She deserves to get sent to her certain death, doesn't she? Terrible. Just She's flouted traditional morality. Yeah. That, that, that was one of the lines, wasn't that's it? That's one of her lines. <laughs> by that great announcer. Yeah. If you float traditional morality, that's what <laughs> happens. So, learn that lesson, ladies. Yes. All three of you listening. <laughs> Is that my wife, your wife, and someone else? Oh, sorry. All two. No, they don't listen. I don't know. I'm, I'm a sh- I like to think we have a large, a large female audience of. Um, my wife women. is five foot two. She's not large. We, no, but but of, of women, maybe in the mid to late sixties, 
who just enjoy enjoy our tones. Just like to have it on in the background, you know, mm. for company. Well, we'll do something with Adrian Street in the future then. Ah, there we go. Oh, what, like the, what was it, the erotic <laughs> Hercules or something? What was it with? Um, oh, the Canterbury Tales. That was it, the erotic Canterbury Tales. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The uh, I don't know how the Pilgrim's Tale is going to work. It's Google if you've not seen it. The picture of Adrian Street in a coal mine is possibly one of the greatest photographs ever of anything. Yeah, I think we should put it up on the Twitter. Actually, we'll put that on the Twitter later. I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. That's yeah. my homework tonight. There we go. Because that that is it. Like not just in wrestling, not it's just the best photo ever taken. And it'll make you, um, any wrestling fans out there, feel a bit more, um, <laughs> a bit more, oh, so that's where gold dust got it from. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know, it was this, uh, yeah, well, I could go on about that photo all day, it's just, just brilliant, perfect, perfect photograph. Where have we gone? Um, yeah, two, oh, Amber, she's found her way in the game zone now. Ah, oh, there we go. Schwarzenegger was about to smack her, then he realised it wasn't a stalker. Yeah. But then the two um, the two nerdy blokes, uh, well, the two rebels, shall we say, they've um, realised that there's a satellite dish that's pointing into the zone rather than upwards. Mm-hmm. So therefore, they've realised that there's something that they can do with that. Instead of trying to get free, they set about doing that. Yeah, they realise that the network is being broadcast from within the zone. Yes. So that's why they've not been able to find it before, the rebels. Good hiding place. Yeah, yeah. So, um, well, it, it wasn't because if you let those two geeks in, then they'll work it out. And uh, yeah, but how often do they let two geeks in? Well, there we go. I don't know. I've, this is the only. Is there one weakness? It's like that little hole in the Death Star. Yeah, or like Achilles and his uh, his heel. I don't know what they call it. It's his Achilles something or other. Okay. Yeah. Do you think that Achilles heel people went to him? Oh, what about what's your Achilles heel, Achilles? And he'd be like, Oh, shut up, shut yeah. up. Just because my name's Achilles. <laughs> And it's it's his it is his heel. There's there's the irony. Um, do you reckon that happened? I thought I thought his Achilles heel was in his hair. No, that was Samson. Samson's hair was his Achilles heel. <laughs> well, I don't know why you get your power from your hair, but uh, mind you, I've seen some Tanahashi matches, and my God, what that, that guy's hair is beautiful. Ever since Daniel Bryan started growing his hair and beard, oh, and he has it in like a top knot. Ugh. Oh, that's brilliant. It's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> but ever since he started growing his hair and beard, he's become the man. Anyway, we've digressed. <laughs> we've gone on a on a um, bit of a bit of a tangent. Enter the two stalkers. Yeah, um, Buzz Saw. He's on a motorbike and yeah. uh, Dynamo. He's got a. So it's Buzz Saw Bukowski or something like that. I just love the fact that he has a name like Buzz Saw Bukowski. And yeah, Dynamo, who's on his. It's in a little one-seat car thing. Yeah, it's a bit like, what's it called, off, off one of those uh, cars at the end of Takeshi's Castle. Um, oh, the Dinky Dodgems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so, that's what Craig Charles calls them, eh? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so they um, they get chased around a bit by bus or the runners. Is that what we're calling them? Yeah, the, the runners, yeah, they're yeah, the runners. Yeah. The runners and the stalkers. They kind of uh, scramble down this... Um, Kind of embankment, don't they? And yeah. um, they find the the actual network link. They yes, find and it. there's this hexagonal code yeah. thing with keys that have got weird symbols on them. Yeah, yeah, and it cuts back to um, Arnie in the arena and Buzzsaws riding around him on the motorbike. 
and it's trying to hit him with a um, but at this point, chainsaw. At this point, there's the um, Lachlan, the um, black fella, who pushes Arnie out of the way because Buzzsaw's on his motorbike and he swings a chainsaw. Yeah. And um, Arnie doesn't get hit because he gets uh, shiverously pushed out the way. Yeah. And, and then um, he takes the hit mm. with a nasty hit with the buzzsaw. But then uh, Arnie gets kind of lassoed, doesn't he? He, gets, he does. Uh, and and dragged around on motorbike. Which, at this point, I thought, whatever material that catsuit's made out of... It's pretty good. It's very resistant. It, 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 you but, know, if you were to drag around in your spandex catsuit on the road, that'd rip. It'd rip so quickly. But Arnie's, it's fine. Well, you know, it's probably the same material that they used to make Concord or something. Really? <laughs> <laughs> so it'll catch fire. <laughs> yeah. We we get in them working out the hexagon code, and this guy who who's apparently some kind of mathematical genius needs to... Tell Amber the numbers. He's a, I think he was a teacher before getting sent down. I think he must have been sent down for something like subversion or something like that. Of course. But long story short, he um, extracts the code, gives it to Amber, and then Buzz, um, like Buzz sort of Dynamo zaps him. Yeah. And um, Buzz... He, he dies an electrocuted death. Yeah. Buzz gets crotched. No, well... I, he gets pulled off his bike at one point, so Schwarzenegger walks along to him. But he's playing opossum, and then there's a struggle, and at that point he gets crotched. But there's a line. It's not yet. It's not yet. Stop! Stop spoiling the lines. The lines <laughs> don't come straight away. You have to let, let the scenes not, play it's, out. It's while they're fighting, so it's before he gets crotched. Oh, what's this line then? It's um, Buzzsaw says to Arnie, "I love this saw. This saw's part of me. I'm gonna make it part of you." So then Arnie, they're struggling with the buzzsaw. Puts it just below his crotch and says, that's all right, keep it, and shoves it right up. <laughs> okay, that was... And then um, as he's screaming in pain, his scream gets all castrato singery. That's when we get the... Ow? Uh, what is it? We... Is that what you'd say there? Yeah. Ouch? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Probably the most unpleasant part of the film. This is where we get Dynamo, it's now his stuff, and the... What is it, the Valkyrie, Flight of the Valkyries is yes. playing? And he's um, singing along to it. What happens to him? He gets zapped, doesn't he? He zaps himself. Uh, no, he has a crash. Um, oh, that's it. He crashes his Takeshi mobile. He does because Arnold Schwarzenegger, take, he, he gets in his head and makes him drive badly. And he flips over. He flips over and he's like, God, God's commercial, God's <laughs> commercial. And um, you think, is Dynamo done? Arnie's going to kill him, but then he can't. He, oh, he holds I, I suppose he could, but he just chooses not to. Yeah, he's better than that. He's better than that he because he up. won't kill a worthless human being. Yeah, he says a sadistic... Not even sadistic scum like that was you. It. That was it, yeah. Helpless human being, sorry. And then this is where Amber goes, oh, what what happened to Buzzsaw? He, <laughs> he had to split. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> oh, man. But these lines, they're just... I don't know. <laughs> This guy, this guy was, uh, yeah, he 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 was real, a real person. Apparently, he had to split. <laughs> yeah, this is where all the stalkers have been taken out in some way. They have, but one thing I'd like to mention at this point as well is it cuts to the audience who are really outraged at Arnie for not killing Dynamo. As well. They seem, yeah, they're actually booing in the audience, and um, Killian for the first time has lost the crowd. He tries to off camera offer Arnie a deal to become a stalker. 
turns it down. Um, so they bring out another stalker, and this guy is called Fireball. Why is he called Fireball? I don't know. He's got a jetpack. Maybe it's to do with that. Okay. He's also yeah. got a flamethrower. Ah, yeah. Okay. So why is he called Fireball? I don't know. So yeah, so so Fireball jetpacks into the arena. and There's uh, a line. Is there a line? Yeah, What's the line? she says, Jesus Christ. And then he says, guess again. <laughs> <laughs> his um, tenure in this is quite short to be honest they kind of yeah. fight around he flames a few things yeah she they get separated but she makes a um, a very significant discovery yes she discovers the former winners last season's winners or as he says no last season's losers did he have that accent yeah some sort of weird I think he sounded like maybe some sort of African accent. Right. Yeah, so Ar- Arnie starts throwing oil barrels at this guy. Yeah. Keeps throwing them. And Knock, knocks him over, pulls his um, petrol thing, his fuel thing out, knocks him over. Then um, there's a distress flare, fires it at him and he explodes. Yeah. To death. <laughs> Do you remember the line? You've just had this man exploding in a ball of flame. No, I forgot that line. What was it? What a hothead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where we get Jesse Ventura. He's been watching this. The former Captain Freeman. He's having a drink and um, taking some pills. Do you reckon it's something like heart pills or something? I don't know. But... I, don't, I think it's something innocent, but showing that he's a man who needs to take medication. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, he, he's... His demeanour is is that he's kind of getting a bit disillusioned with this. He's looking more and more jaded every time you see him. And then as he's taken these pills, you see him looking at um, this poster of himself. Um, it looks like, as a wrestler, he's got a belt on and everything. Yeah. And there is just this uh, guy with a moustache and a dodgy yeah. jacket. But so- he was one of those people who... Um, a retired stalker. Yeah. So he used to do that job. There's a great line here where um, Arnie says, Let, let's find the secret broadcast centre, if it even exists. Yeah. So, so he's got doubts, that's good. Because this is, this is a thing, It's they've been doing all this stuff and you think, well, there's a bit of a theory that this secret network is based here, but we don't really know. I'm glad that he kind of highlights those doubts and he's working with them. But it's good that he's um, honouring his um, friend's his dying friend's last request because he was saying take her and the cold to Mick in the broadcast centre. Yeah. So he's a man of honour. Talking about paying tribute to fallen friends, this is a bit where we get a beautiful expressive dance <laughs> about the dead stalkers. I'd say it's a dance of lament. Yeah, so you've got you've got these, uh, as I say, the 80s ladies in their spandex doing their um, mournful dance. And, and uh, the man with the voice is sort of saying stuff like... Um, Buzzsaw, Sub-Zero, Fireball, as patriots they died. <laughs> American heroes. <laughs> yeah, so, oh, so so good. And then, um, yeah, we've got Captain Freedom in his gear. He, he's being summoned to wardrobe to become a stalker again. Yeah, and he turns up with this... <laughs> Clinking, clanking, cacophony. Yeah, just a weird, a weird suit of armor. I want to know what all that stuff would have done. No, I don't know. 
But he, he was saying, you know, all this, all these weapons. He, he and, had like a number panel on his chest. Well, of course. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so he he was he was annoyed that you know all these people had got chainsaws and mm. um, you know flamethrowers. He, he just wanted just, to go out and have a fist fight with him. Yeah, and um, we have this essentially a stunt double for Amber and Arnie, who are their, their faces are kind of computer generated. Yeah. And they show the footage of Captain Freedom beating the crap out of him, impaling Arnie on spikes and, and killing Break, the woman. Breaking her neck and throwing her on some yeah. barbed wire. Yeah, so you think, yay, they're dead, and then that's the end of the show. But then, at this point, um, rewind a little bit, they've um, actually made it into the broadcast centre, having been trapped by some sort of weird barrier things. Yeah. So they, they so can't Mick get Fleetwood out. and um, Dweezil Zapper... Yeah. I, th- I think I might change my name. <laughs> <laughs> what, to Mick Fleetwood? <laughs> yeah. 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 And Dweezil Zapper have um, captured them yeah. and taken them into the broadcast centre and sort of briefed them. And then they see themselves get killed and Ang is very peeved by this. Mm. She thinks, oh, that's great, we're free now. Yeah, but then but he's like, no. He the... sees the big picture. And this is when he decides he's going to lead the rebellion. Yeah. So, from earlier on, when he's saying he's, he's not political, he's become political. Well, of course, because this time it's personal. Yeah. And there's a, there's a Star Trek joke. Yes. At this point. Well, it's when they're, it's a bit later on, but it's when they're getting everyone ready and Mick the Fleetwood Man is um, giving out some instructions to this man. He says, um, Mr. Spock, you have the con. And then this man says, Who's Mr. Spock? It's funny, I think. Probably. Yeah. This is where Amber comes in and she, she's she got the real film, the raw footage. Yeah, because basically Mick Fleetwood was just going to go on the air and give a speech, which I'd like to have seen. Yeah, would have been all right, but instead the show... What did the show... It's this sh- big Cornish man giving a speech about how people are lying to you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, OK, well, I believe you. Yeah, but instead they show the footage of Arnie, the Not real footage. killing everyone. Yeah. So they show the three dead runners as well, and an old lady in the crowd goes, this is bullshit! Yeah. And then Arnie goes, it's showtime! And then there's lots of shooting, there's machine gun fire coming from all directions. Weasel Zapper gets a line as well. Wanders into the director's box, and when they're trying to get a new satellite feed, he um, bursts in with his machine gun and says, don't touch that dial! And the only thing that was missing there was the word, dude... There's also the bit where you see Amber in the corridors and she meets... Um, she meets Dynamo. She meets Dynamo. And what does she call him? She calls him a, um, a dickless moron. Yeah, she, he says... With a battery up his arse. You thought it was pretty funny out there in the zone. Why aren't you laughing now? So she says, because there's nothing funny about a dickless moron with a battery up his ass. And I disagree. Yeah. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then he gets a bit rapey because yeah, he goes, I sh- I'll show you Dickless. And he's got his shorts down and he's on top of her. Yes. But luckily... She reaches her machine gun, shoots a um, fire um, sprinkler thing and it zaps him. But yeah. not her. Yeah. But she's she's wearing the um, electric-proof catsuit, maybe? No, I think she took that off. Yeah, oh, I don't know. She's electric-proof. On this big shootout thing, though, it's worth mentioning as well that Arnie and Chums were trying to get all the people out of the way, whereas the soldiers were just indiscriminately shooting at anything that moved. It's there to highlight the difference between the goodies and the baddies. Yeah. 
So then we get the final showdown between the one-on-one face-to-face between Damon Killian and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Ben Richards. And um, Arnie comes out and he goes, Hello, cutie pie. That's what Damon says to him when he's got him captive in that office earlier. This is where Damon gives his big speech. And this is where the satire becomes quite clear. Just in case you didn't get it before. (laughs) This is where it comes in and he's like, Americans love television. They love game shows and wrestling. We're just giving the audience what they want. This is him trying to plead for his life, basically. And he's doing a great job. I was convinced. Yeah, I was as well. Yeah, I could perfectly see his point of view from there. So uh, And so so did Arnie, anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough, I agree. And then they w- shook hands, walked <laughs> off, and that was... Yeah. So this, this director's got <laughs> <laughs> So, no, so, so um, Damon basically gets strapped in to the... Basically the, the jet-powered chair thing. Yeah. And yeah. sent down the tube. Normally no... when they, um, the rungers were sent down, they hit this heavy net and get severe whiplash. But that netting wasn't there to stop them. So he flies into a, um, a poster of himself advertising cola and hits his own head and then explodes. And it explodes. And Arnie goes, well, that hit the spot. <laughs> <laughs> um, Amber pops out, they have a smooch, and then there's the terrible um, theme music. And the credits do roll. Good God, that's a great film. <laughs> I think I think this film has been our treat to ourselves, knowing that we don't just have to watch shit every time. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's kind of I don't want to have to watch rubbish every time. This is a thing. It's it just happens that you know I'll I'll get a recommendation or oh you'll have to you'll have to watch Big Foley in Boy Meets World. Oh, okay. Okay, thanks, uh, whoever it was on the Wrestling Observer board for that suggestion. <laughs> so, we, you know, we get these recommendations and we, we go with them. We watch them. But, yeah, yeah, this one was a treat for This one was for us, wasn't it? It was. <laughs> I feel like we should have had more gin and some sick <laughs> Well, you know, the night is but young. Yeah, and, but um, we've both got work tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, it's obvious. I, I really enjoyed this film. I it, was it was great. I love this film. It was a lot of fun. It was... I mean, if, you, if you're going in there wanting a serious film or, you know, something that is deep and meaningful, you're not going to get it. That's total recall. Yeah. But this... It was great. It was It was just a lot of fun and a lot, a lot of daft violence, a lot of daft one-liners. Yeah. And it was... Um... It was pretty good with its um, satirical edge as well. Yeah, the satire was was there, but it wasn't very subtle, was it? It was no. just like TV bad, uh, yeah. economy. Having faith in TV and the economy will make us all die. <laughs> so it's a bit like you know RoboCop. It's very much the same. There's blood everywhere, but a satirical edge. Yeah, yeah. So there we go. Shall we, shall we watch it again and review it again? <laughs> Anything you want to add, Colin? No. No? No, well, why would... No. You happy? I'm delighted for a change. Lovely stuff. Well, next time we've got to watch something truly awful just to balance oh. this one out. <laughs> so, there we go. Right. Um, plugs. We're on iTunes, we're on Stitcher, we're on Blueberry and Audio Boom. Find it, download it. We've got a YouTube channel, which is When Wrestlers Act. We're on the Twitter... WWA podcast and of course we've got the wonderful website whenwrestlersact.com we, we've been trolling wrestling fans winding people up on Twitter and getting politicians to name their favourite films yeah. starring wrestlers 
Still waiting for an answer, Boris. <laughs> yeah. I think that's some kind of satire there. I don't know. Yeah. Boris Johnson, not answering my questions. Been there before. I think I think you should direct people to that video because it's funny. It's not funny. <laughs> it's so I do not. I, I I don't mind being an audio. I did not know I was going to be in that video. So there we I go. just meant of Boris's buffoon. Yeah. Well, it was also me just swigging coffee during the interview <laughs> <laughs> with yeah. the with the future prime minister. Yeah. So I mean that one will be that that one will be one for the archives anyway. So, <laughs> but anyway, I digress. Right. Thanks for listening. And uh, we'll see you... And go and watch The Running Man. Yeah, go and watch it. It's good. Bye-bye. Bye.